Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, it's great to be here. Um, my name is David, and uh, I am going to be talking. So just like Seth, I'm, I'm not a developer, um, but I am going to be showing you an app that I've managed to hack together um, in my free time. I'm a physician, and the topic that, I, that has interested me for a long time is um, so web of trust. So I'm going to be talking about Nostr and lists and web of trust. And I've got, you know, anyone who's talked to me about these things knows I, I, I sometimes talk in abstract terms, but I'm going to be trying to bring it down to earth as much as I possibly can. And um, the idea that I want to, uh, that I'm, I want to try to present is, so web of trust, this, this vague idea that's been very hard for everybody to wrap their heads around for a long time, um, does anyone know who Phil Zimmerman is? So yeah, a lot of people. 1990. Aha. Uh -huh, okay, you probably know more about him than I do. Pretty good privacy. That's how I named the app. I'm going to show you pretty good apps. Introduced in 1991, um, PGP, which is a very important development in our history. The idea of web of trust goes back at least 32 years. Um, and I would argue that we as a cypherpunk community have tried and completely failed to execute um, the idea of web of trust, partly because I think just knowing what it is, defining it is, it's difficult and you can't really execute something if you're not really, if you haven't wrapped your head around it. And so um, I think that that lists, which doesn't sound like a very exciting topic, is going to be maybe ironically the thing that helps us to make a roadmap for what this is and how we make it happen. And I'm going to try to just make a case for that, show you the roadmap, and show you a little proof of concept that I've built. And so it all, it helps to start with why. Why does this matter? What you know? What web trust means is whatever we want it to mean. And so what as a user do we want from a web of trust? Well, um, for starters, facts and information about the world. You know, none of us know everything. We need help knowing what's true. Um, and so just curating information, facts and information, is one thing from our web of trust, but that's really not the main thing. I would argue the main thing that we want would be digital help managing and curating the digital tools of communication because those are the rails upon which facts and information come to us. So like, do we, so digital tools of communication, uh, I'm talking about, um, well, every, every, you know, do we want um, Mark Zuckerberg to control how we interact with each other? Or do we want Elon Musk or do, or Google or any of the big tech companies? Um, no. So, so the tools would include protocols like Nostr. So we're starting to decentralize uh, repositories for, uh, for the clients that we use, um, but also things that programmers aren't going to have any idea about. The languages, the ontologies, the standards, schemas, all sorts of tools that we're using, whether we know what they are or not. We need help choosing and managing those tools. And... Um, so how do we do that now? So I'm talking about digital, basically language, but let's step back and think about the non-digital world. Um, all right. In English, what is, what can anybody tell me what this is called in English? You know, a pencil. All right. Who decided that? Yeah. Well, um, did Mark Zuckerberg decide that? 
did 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 um, the World Wide Web Consortium have a standard that got published that tells us that the words that we use to talk about this thing? And the answer is no. Was there a pull request that somebody had to merge into some GitHub repository before we could talk about this thing? And the answer is no. Um, and that same, you know, so basically nobody decided this. Or, you know, we just all agreed what were the words we're going to use. So in a way, everybody decided. So it's everybody and it's nobody who decides the words that we're using. There is no entity who has the power to throw a monkey wrench into our ability to communicate over something as simple as a pencil, whether on purpose or just through oversight. And we need that same, that's decentralization. That's what we need for our digital tools. And as if that were not a high enough requirement already, because how the heck are we going to do that? The These tools... Um, you know, languages, there are lots of languages, uh, spoken languages, lots of dialects. And the reason is that we naturally, we, we, we form into communities and sub-communities and sub-sub-communities all the way down to, you know, two people. And sometimes our communities overlap. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're stable for a long time. Sometimes they change rapidly. And every community has its own specific reasons for existing and requirements and needs. And outsiders may understand those things. Maybe not. Um, maybe they don't approve of, your, of our existence. Maybe they don't. But, you know, screw them. We need tools that are tailored for our needs. And and we need tools within our community so that we can communicate and interact and transact and be capable of coordinated action. And those tools, the digital tools, need to be powerful and versatile and need to be as complicated as they need to be, but they also need to be easy to use because we're not all developers. Um, they need to be agile. You know, what if you're, the community in question is the, your local chapter of the French Resistance? And you've got 10 people, or maybe there's 100, maybe you don't even know. Um, maybe a bug comes up in the app you're using, and it, you need a hotfix. So do you want to rely on the, you know, the United Nations Special Committee on Digital Standards that's going to push the hotfix for the, um, the schema that represents the verifiable credential that, that you and I use to prove to each other that we're both members of the same chapter of the Freedom Fighters? You know, you don't want to wait six years for the committee to do that. Um, you want somebody, you want a web of trust to help you I want to be able to say to, we, you know, it needs to be kept within the, the community. I want to be able to say, all right, I trust, you know, Rod to select people, to select the people, to select the, the person who selects the hotfix. And then that gets implemented immediately. And so that's why Web of Stress is important. And the, the question is, okay, well, how the heck do we do this thing? That's a pretty tall order. How do we get from here to there? And I'm going to give Web of Trust a new name for the sake of this talk. Um, decentralized curation of all the things. So D-C-O-A-T-T, -T, that's my uh, acronym for this talk. Decode, that is our goal. Uh, big nebulous goal. How do we wrap our heads around it? How do we do it? And, and so the one idea that I'm throwing out for today is that l the way that we wrap our heads around this is we make a halfway goal. So instead of... 
of curating all the things, let's curate in a decentralized fashion the simplest thing that can be curated, which is a list. Very, you know, just a boring thing, a list. Not, nothing, no bells, no whistles, not ordered. Um, the simplest thing that can be. And so I, my acronym for that, Decentralized Curation of Simple Lists, decausal. The, if we make that an intermediate goal, it allows us to take this complicated question and break it into two questions that we can tackle individually, that we can think about individually. So question number one, what constitutes decentralized curation? And question number two, how do you go from a simple list to all the things? And so my my contention is the second question is going to be easier to solve than it's going to fall into place more readily than you might think, because a, a list is a building block. You can use, you have enough lists, you can construct all the things. You can construct any piece of data of any complexity that you need. And so the harder question is what constitutes decentralized curation? And so if I come to you and I say, I've got a decentralized solution and it's you know, powered by AI and it's got three blockchains and five tokens and stuff and it's decentralized, you'll say, I'm not convinced that that's decentralized and I would agree with you. So the question is, what does constitute decentralized curation of the simplest thing? And, um, and so uh, as far as the second part, simplest to all the things, what do I mean by that? Um, suppose you have a list of nodes, that's one list, a list of edges, that's a second list, and put together that's a graph and my web of trust has curated them. This graph can be used to represent lots of things. This could represent the, uh, the verifiable credential I was talking about for the French resistance. And so if decausal, if we are satisfied we figured that out, then we're two steps away from viva la resistance, you know, and winning the war. So the question is, what do we want decausal de to mean? What counts for curation? And so I've got, um, even though I'm not a developer, I've managed to, to, you know, I have hacked together this, my own, basically my own personal Noster client. Um, it's on GitHub. Anybody can use it. I'm probably the only person because it's got a million bugs, but, but I mostly built it so that I could build a proof of concept for decentralized curation. What does that mean? And and there's more going on in the screenshot than I'm going to be able to walk you through. I just want to give you the highlights of what this does. So right now, has anyone used um, lister.lol? So, yep, people, uh, a lot, of, several people. Um, not using my app. You Right now, Nost, the Nostra protocol supports making lists. So you can go to Lister. You can, using NIP51, um, you can make a list. So let's say you have a list of Nostra clients. You name your list. You, um, you add items to it. You can remove items from it. You wrap your um, list into a, an event and put it on Nostra. But what you cannot do currently is say, you know what? I can't keep track of all the Nostra clients. There's too many. I, I just, I can't keep track. I need help keeping track. I want my web of trust to do that for me. And so that's what you can do on my proof of concept app. And so this graph is a depiction of how it works. So the, the big circle, that's me. And the arrows are where I'm saying, all right, I'm selecting the people who select the people who select the people who 
decide which items belong on the list and which items don't. And the result is, all right, I've got a curated list right here. And so this is an old screenshot, but you know, you look at this and, okay, Amethyst, my web of stress told me that that belongs on the list. So who actually decided? And the answer is nobody and everybody. There is no, the more important the question is, the more people weigh in on it, the harder it gets for a bad actor to weasel into my web of trust and throw in a monkey wrench. If there is a single point of failure, it's me because I'm at the center of my web of trust and you are all at the center of your webs of trust. If this item that got kicked off of it, who did it? Nobody and everybody. And so I have that as a rickety um, proof of concept. And I, like I, said, I don't have a company, um, um, you know, I don't have a product. I did actually hire someone, Anton Strickland, a.k.a. Kinjo. He's a React developer. I uh, invite everybody to follow him. He's, uh, uh, he's, he's new to Noster, but he is starting the process of rebuilding my proof of concept as a web app so that people can play with it. Uh, and, and I can, and we can say, okay, this is what we're talking about. Um, I am churning my efforts to building. So on, um, uh, on GitHub, uh, protocol for these two questions, I call the first one grapevine, the second protocol, the concept graph, uh, I'm modeling it after Nostra. So Nostra has nips. So these have dips. So you can choose which pieces you like and which pieces you don't. And I've, I've showed you the proof concept for the first, for the grapevine. I've also have a proof of concept app for the concept graph, which I don't have time to go through now. But um, yeah, that's, that's what I'm up to right now. How y'all can help. So, so yesterday I've talked to, I'd like to see the community walk down this roadmap. And uh, yesterday I talked to LSAT, talked to Rockstar. It's been great meeting some people here. And we talked about, um, about NIP 51. And I, and I know there are things on the roadmap that, that I'm excited about for all, you know, clients um, for, for doing things that in my mind is walking down this roadmap. So uh, clients are starting to implement lists. Um, and what something that I've not seen anywhere except on my app is a tag support for NIP51 lists. So any, so the developers out in the audience, um, I think that that the ability to, to use, for your users to use lists and then to start to let other people curate the list for you, that's on everyone's roadmap. The priority is probably down here. I'd love to see everyone bump that priority up just a little bit. NIP51 with ATAG support. And uh, yeah, so I hope this has made sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs>